It's the Thought Eater, Thought Eater, Thought Eater RPG Show. It's the Thought Eater, Thought Eater, Thought Eater RPG Show. We've got blogs. Well, that's it. Got the map of the week. Adventures in art. Le Chadron Comatique. Oui, oui. It's the Thought Eater, Thought Eater, Thought Eater RPG Show. It's the Thought Eater RPG Show. Welcome to the Thought Eater Thought Pack. <laughs> what is up, everybody? It is Froth here, Thought Eater Podcast, Thought Eater Blog. Hope you're doing well. Happy weekend. Back with a five-minute Friday, and so uh, did the Hump Day RPG show this week. Came out on Wednesday. You might not have checked it out yet. You know, there was apparently there was some kind of big newsworthy event that happened on Wednesday this week. It's slipping my mind exactly what it was. I can't re- really recall. However, one of the things I talked about was this great article from Prismatic Wasteland at Prismatic Wasteland. Dot com and the name of it is how to run a mystery in tabletop rpgs and it's been sticking in my head since i read it and you know during the podcast uh during the hump day rpg show i was mainly just kind of talking about my thoughts that had it had it kind of triggered in me and you know the difficulty that in having good mystery mechanics in games and anyway i didn't spend a lot of time talking about prismatic wasteland's ideas which i think was a mistake and so i want to talk about them here on five minute friday rectify that because i found them to be really inventive so the basic idea you know they're talking in this post about kind of classic setups for like say like a a murder mystery you know you've got you know, obviously the, the crime, then you've got some clues, some red herrings, you know, clues that don't necessarily lead somewhere, a bunch of suspects, and then obviously the murderer. But kind of like what I touched on when I was talking about it, it's difficult to have good a good kind of clue system in games, for one thing. Um, you know, you might have a system like Call of Cthulhu where it's possible to miss a clue. You might have like Trail of Cthulhu where you find the clues automatically so it doesn't feel maybe quite as satisfying as a mystery. Uh, you've got all these games that kind of do different things with it, but it's really tough to emulate that whole Sherlock Holmes deduction sort of thing. Anyway, what their idea is, well, first they start touching on that magical moment that all GMs know. When you hear, as uh, Prismatic Wasteland puts it, the experience of listening to players talk, strategize, and theorize amongst themselves, and you you know realize what a cool idea it is. Now, sometimes this will happen in games that aren't mysteries or whatever. They'll come up with some amazing idea that's so cool that you know that no matter what, you're going to probably let it happen unless you know, some kind of disastrous string of rolls happens. We have something like that going on in one of my games right now where we're literally going to hide the gnome in this, uh, in a dead uh, lamb because we're trying to kill this bloated orc queen. And we know she loves lamb, so he's going to be in there with like a poison dagger. And when she eats it, you know, he's going to cut himself out with a poison dagger and it's going to be a completely gory, bloody, epic moment and we know it's going to work because it's just it's so epic it has to work and so i'm sure for the our gm in that case was sitting there listening to us talk about it and was realizing how awesome it was but i digress so the idea here is you set up all these clues and everything 
But as the players kind of figure out, you know, what they think is happening, everything, you just roll with what the players, you know, choose. The things that they don't decide are important become the red herrings. The things that they decide are important become the actual clues. And so you're letting them solve a mystery. You're just kind of setting up that mystery and letting the truth be whatever, you know, whatever they end up with. Now, I know that for a lot of purists, you might really hate that idea because you're kind of letting them kind of come up with a story themselves in a lot of ways. And you probably would never want to tell the players that because some of them might feel even though they felt like they accomplished something while they're actually playing the game, they might later feel not like they were tricked, but it's just not necessarily something you might want to share with them. Or maybe you would, depending on how well it went. And I think it would take me some play testing, some, some practice to get it right. But I think there's really something there with the idea of, as Prismatic Wasteland puts it, a collective method to truth-making. Uh, if the players, they say, if the players make deductions that make sense based on the evidence they have, it is fun to go along with it. So anyway, just something to think about. A completely different kind of twist on running a mystery. Something uh, that had never occurred to me before and I thought was worth mentioning again, spending a little bit more time on. Anyway, I've got a link for this over at the Thought Eater blog. Let me know what you think. Uh, you can call in anchor.fm forward slash thought eater, support the program, patreon.com forward slash thought eater. Go back and check out that hump day RPG show. If you haven't already, I had Logan Dean from the company RPG on as a special guest. Next you'll hear from me will be another hump day RPG show. I appreciate y'all listening. Have a great rest of the weekend and Logan, let's go. Sickly platypus, a psychic grenade Zeroing in on your mental trade Gonna help you escape from the grind Thought eater gonna blow your mind